What was it like when you got married on February 26th? February 26th. So we knew we had to get the ball rolling with paperwork, as you guys well know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we figured the sooner the better. So uh, at the time... So that's it, 2000. When did you uh, propose? Uh. Yeah. Did I propose? <laughs> Wait a minute, I got <laughs> I got snuckered here. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I know. Um, I went down to Mexico City on in August of oh wait. February twenty sixth of oh five. So I went down in August of oh four hmm. after only knowing her for six months. For real? Yeah. Hmm. And this lady, Juanita, who you love, I'm talking to her. I'm driving down the Salt Lake to catch the plane with a ring in my pocket. And uh, and she calls me. Mm-hmm. Even back in 04, we had uh, cell phones, flip phone, but you know, hey. still. And uh, she calls me and she's like, well... Don't come down here, because I... So, okay, you have to know Spanish about this. So, Spanish has two words for love. They have quiero, querer, and amar. Mm. Querer is like... Like I would say to you, I love you, Cowardy, mm-hmm. is my sister-in-law. But you would say amar to your significant other. Right, right, right. So, she would say... Don't come down anymore, cause I don't quererte, um, or I don't querer you. I'm like, well, what? Tell me, you know, cause I'm, you know, I'm thinking this rings here, and I'm gonna waste all this time on my, <laughs> on my airplane ticket and all this. I'm like, well, tell me now, you know, I'll just turn around and go home. <laughs> and she goes, I don't querer you because I amar you, you know. Uh-huh. So she's playing that kind of little uh-huh. trick. So, uh-huh. Good one, Juanita. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you. All right. So, yeah, so anyway, uh, uh, yeah, this, yeah, I don't know if you share this with Amaya. But, uh, so we get, <laughs> we get to Mexico, I get to Mexico City, and uh, she puts me up in this uh, hotel that's basically meant for hourly rentals. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the only hotel near her sister's house where she's living. And they're like, really? You want the whole night? <laughs> and she's like, no, two nights. Two nights? <laughs> So they give me this suite, which is a themed suite from the Roman Empire. (laughs) And it's got like a jacuzzi. You walk in, it's got these plastic pillars everywhere. And I'm like, oh man, this is not... I mean, where's a Hilton or something? But but, So this is called Hotel CS. And it's right off the, uh, the metro station where she lived with her sister and... So I was staying there because she reserved the room for me. Uh, and, and it was in that room that I proposed to her. <laughs> in the Roman suite. <laughs> so by that point, she already back home, right? What do you mean? Wait, wait, um, the, the Juanita. Uh, so she, she went, worked 
Wait, she worked a little bit and then Jackson and then she came here on a visa that turned uh, that ended in uh, May of '04. Right. She was supposed to come back in April of '04. Mm. She's supposed to come back in June of '04, but something happened with the whole lot where none of them could come back. Mm. So she was down there. Um, and I had already gone in May mm. to see her. Uh, that's not even true. I had gone in May to Chiapas mm. to see the old family that I knew down there mm. from the other girlfriend. Mm. The other girlfriend was way out of the picture, but I still really liked the family. They mm. were cool people. Um, and then Juanita was in Mexico City, and she's like, I'm so close to you, I feel like I should come see you. I'm like, well, come on down. So she got a flight from Mexico City to Chiapas and came down to see me. And uh, you know, we spent a few days there, then flew back to Mexico City. And then I came back here when she had to stay there. Mm. But then in, in August, this is when I was working at Jenny Lake Lodge. Mm. So I grabbed like a really long weekend, like four days or five days maybe, which at Jenny Lake Lodge in the summer is a big deal. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, and flew down there. That's why when she's like, I don't love you anymore. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, like, <laughs> so I'm like, well, tell me that so I can go back to work. <laughs> Um, but anyway, um, so that's how we proposed, I proposed, and, uh, she said yes at the time, so that was good, and then, uh, the visas did come through for the winter season, which would be December of 04 to, like, May of 05, and so we decided to get married, or we had, you know, obviously proposed, and uh, honestly had no idea the headache the immigration paperwork would cause later, but we knew we had to get the ball rolling. So we're like, well, let's just get officially married so mm -hmm. we can start all the paperwork. And then we'll do your church thing, whatever, whenever you want. And uh, my boss at Jenny Lake Lodge, Angela, her husband is an ordained minister, I think like a, through the internet thing. <laughs> like, uh, hey, you're ordained. Um, and he is a classical guitarist that plays in, plays shows all over, when he lived here, played shows all over the Teton Valley. Yeah. And at that particular day that we were ready to do this, he was playing at Amangani in the lobby. Uh, so we say that we got married in Amangani which is a really fancy resort up there. Mm. Um, but we didn't really. It was just near the bathroom after during one of his breaks. <laughs> he signed the paper. <laughs> so, uh, in our reception, quote, I just did air quotes. Um, <laughs> the reception was at Pizza Hut <laughs> with our two witnesses that were required by law, which were uh, Ori. Uriel and Natalia, 
they were a couple at the time, no longer. And they were our witnesses, so we went there for our reception dinner. <laughs> and that was our February 26th wedding. Well, there you go. Yeah. Good times. Did you choose February 26th, or was it just like, oh, he's available, let's go? We wanted to honor your birthday. For real? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Hey, brother. Cody, what date did we get married on? <laughs> May, I mean, the first one? Yeah. May the 4th. And then the other one? And oh, oh, we got October 22nd. I could say that. Amaya's birthday. Yeah. Yay. So it kind of... Well, I mean, also your mom and dad. Mom and, and dad's anniversary and Amaya's birthday. Birthday, yeah. And now... This Did coming May, we're going to go to my friend Joe's wedding yep. on May 2nd. And in an amazing coincidence, his parents got married on May 2nd, and his wife's parents got married on May 2nd. Wow. Yeah. So, and Joe, um, Joe's a friend from high school, and uh, he came out here in September to visit us, and um, because I was playing... I had a gig to play with The Who at the Pepsi Center. I remember that. And the guy from The Who got laryngitis, and the gig got canceled, and it got rescheduled for May, May 2nd. 2nd. <laughs> yep. So now I cannot play the gig because I'll be in San Francisco for Joe's wedding. So apparently Joe and The Who are <laughs> inexplicably connected. Yep. Well, that's pretty cool. We... Uh, I guess have a similar kind of story in that we got engaged and then we're like, let's quickly get rolling on the paperwork. Yeah. Um, but because you told mom that you got married through an email, she was kind of grumpy. She, you, I don't know. You know that though. What? You, you sent mom an email. Oh, we got married just legally. We'll have the real thing later. Yeah, well, she, what? Well, she, uh, she didn't care for that. She wasn't happy, I guess. So we, we said, hey, Mom, we're going to... Uh, that's nothing. I know. But we told Mom. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, exactly. You, no. She made okay, a huge okay, okay. deal out so, of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what happened is we are supposed to be, like, didn't tell her anything. And then I show up in Buffalo. Ta-da! We go to marry and then court. And then Buffalo, oh, and then Hamburg court. <laughs> That was our first plan. Week before we skin out, we call your dad. Um, hey, dad. And he, I remember. Yeah. Hey, dad. We're going, we're thinking to go, you know, it's a yeah, buffalo. Surprise. Would mom yeah. prefer not a surprise? Yeah. That's right. And then yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring, like, Kaori's mom is here, too. So we're going to bring her, too. Uh, and okay. let's go to court and, and, and doing everything. And your dad is Freaked out. Really? Yeah. It's like, I don't. I don't think that's a good idea. You're gonna have to tell. <laughs> you you're gonna have to tell like your mom like right right now. It was a week before. Yeah. We flew in. And within that short period of time, mom put together. I mean, she, she you know, like we we so okay. We call we call dad because we want to head him up to clean the house. Uh, that's the first attempt to call. Uh, well, and in any event, like that. it turned into a whole thing where we went to Niagara Falls and there was a priest and we got married and then 
<laughs> we got married at the uh, waterside, and Grandma was there, and mm-hmm. Becky that was nice. and Aaron were there, and I think Aunt Chris was there. Yeah. Uh, Tarnowski, like a lot of them was yeah, there. Yeah, I think I'm forgetting a couple. And I'm just like, how did this, how did this all happen? Yeah. I mean, I, I remember like an hour later, we tell her, hey, and I got the phone call. Hey, there is a possibility to do the Niagara Falls. And an hour later, how about the bouquet? <laughs> oh and then like, that was like, so like within this two hours, must be she called a grandma. And grandma said, you guys have to have a And like, it, it like and Nancy told me, like, I really clearly remember she excused me. If you don't have any bouquet, grandma gonna be so sad, so I cannot do that. It's like, so. Your kitty came up for it. And I remember you told me this was gonna happen. And you said it was no big deal. And yeah. I just went through this. So I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> and then I get all these pictures of like a giant, huge ceremony on the I side know. of Niagara Falls. It's like a, well, like, we didn't fuck? make Megan <laughs> Well, it's the side of it. My dad couldn't, yeah. My, uh-huh. my dad couldn't be there too. So like at that day in August, I remember day of the, day of the, yeah, the yes, ceremony, yes, yeah. he got so pissed and we got a big fight. Oh, by the yeah. phone. Because he so, wasn't expect that's going to be a big deal. So that all happened. And then very soon after that, I f- we went back to Colorado. Because this was when uh, the, the big project I was involved in was that there were two youth orchestras in Boulder. And we were very slowly merging them together. And mm-hmm. early May is when it all actually happened. And so I was like, all right, well, uh, I'll come back for the board meeting, but I'm just going to step out for a minute to go get married. And then I'm gonna, <laughs> and the conductor's like, what? 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 <laughs> Dude, man, take you some time. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. I was like, no, 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 don't worry about it. It's just yeah, a quick it's, legal it's, thing. <laughs> it's cool. Um, but you had your like proper family religious ceremony the same year. Your legal thing and the yeah, religious was, thing happened. February was the legal thing and October was the, the whatever. So that makes it easier yeah. to like keep track of years because we got married legally in May 2010 and then we had the what felt to me like the more real ceremony in it's October 2011. So, wow. yeah, counting yeah, like the year, the year anniversaries and everything is uh, more difficult. Yeah. Like, well, should we... So now we're coming up on May 2020, yeah. which would be our 10-year anniversary, yep. if you want to look at it that way. Right. So and now every year we have, to, us, yeah, yeah. we have to have a talk like, well... Should we do the 10th year this year? Yeah. Next year in Hawaii? Yeah, I think 2021 will be our proper 10-year anniversary. I can't believe it's been almost 10 years yeah. right, since I've been to I mean, still... Still wanted those girls to meet again, though. I don't want to yeah. hope to give up. Yeah. I mean, I keep saying, like, every year, I, you know, close to time on the right now, it's because, like, the spring break is longer break in Japan. Yeah. So it's, like, starting, like, what, middle of February to all the way through, no, no, beginning of March, maybe? The whole month, it's kind of break. And, like, come up here and then see Amaya, you know. I believe they still... Who are you talking about? Oh, Lirika and Momoko. <laughs> and why are you talking about them? Why? What do you mean? Explain Come up here? Tell the story. 
Oh, because they met in Hawaii. It was really cute. They were our <laughs> flower girl. Yeah. You say it right? Yeah. It was like, well, we, I didn't pick the pink, but I found the pink dress for girls. So we picked the pink. They were all so adorable. It was so cute. when we got married in Hawaii, October 22nd, 2011, uh, Amaya turned five while we were there. Correct. Yeah. And so Cowdy's nieces, Momoka and Didi were four and six. Six. And one of the best parts of the trip to Hawaii was seeing them play together because yeah. they couldn't speak each other's language, but it didn't matter at all. Yeah. And they were having a great time. Especially the aquarium. Yeah. That was adorable. Yeah. yeah and like, Momoka especially, she wasn't afraid of anything. Yeah. So it just keep going and I'm <laughs> and then, like, it was, she was so cute. And Lyrica was, yeah, st- still kind of the age of, like, you know, being shy kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, actually, when he back home, she was like, I wish I'd play more in Amaya. She oh, was really? saying that because she was so shy that time mm-hmm. and yeah. couldn't, like, encourage herself to go opposite Momoka. You know, she just keeps seeing those. So they can, they can travel easily here, right? Well, yes and no. I you mean, mean like, they paperwork. Yes. Oh, paperwork wise, is yeah easy. A yeah. Japanese passport, like a lot to do. Like even like a they you don't know, need the a little special one. visa. Nice. Yeah, like three months. Yeah. Even though it's a little kiddo, but maybe minor have something. I don't know. I, they should. I mean, you know, it's definitely their junior high. Junior high kids usually do the those study abroad stuff. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, our cool. city yeah. we live, Okazaki has a sister city in Newport Beach in California. Oh. That's the only one place. Oh, that's a nice city. Yeah. But I mean, those are the only selected kiddo in the whole city in one kid or two kids or something like that. It's not the frontier one. Somebody super duper high grade and an English and a smart one could go all free. I don't know they still have those programs. But Broomfield have um part the the part of Nagano, which one prefectural upper north, but I wish they she can do they can come here for sure. They can't like uh make an exception for for your your city can make an exception to go one city closer. I don't know, I'll be honest. But I mean, like, if they want to come, like, it's just straight out here. Yeah. Probably it's, you know, easiest. But it's just, yeah, they are, like, brother, my brother, Toto keeps saying, like, they're so busy and stuff. It's really tough to find the time. But if they come out here, we could show them all the popular spots, like Boulder Canyon. Yeah. Oh, good. The tunnel. <laughs> the tunnel. Boulder oh. Falls. The benches. You know, when uh, when I decided to propose to Cowdy first, <laughs> I, I thought, left we're going to go, let's go to Vail. Yeah, I'm snowy... sorry, I'm sorry. I got to have to say sorry. Yes, yes. Some <laughs> snowy slope will we'll pull over to the side and I'll propose outside. Wow. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? And as soon as I made the reservation at the hotel, Kylie was like, great, I invited my friend to go. <laughs> no, 
I asked you. Hey, is she gonna go home? In, you know, Japan. Like after this, you know, like. So that was the end of that. Whatever. <laughs> and then, um, on I think it was March twenty eighth. Yeah. Two thousand and ten. Uh, I tried taking her to Boulder Falls. Yeah. And it was closed. It was closed. <laughs> it was <laughs> cursing something. We drove up there and it was closed. And I was like, how can you close a waterfall? Right. I think uh, they, they were like, doing construction to yeah. repair the walkway or whatever. Or a uh, fallen lock, rock or something like that. And then we went to Chautauqua and it was super crowded. It was a very warm day. It was like 70 degrees or something in March. And uh, we went to the Boulder Reservoir, and just everything was crowded, and nothing was fun. And so I wound up proposing on the couch. Yep. <laughs> I'm going home. Yeah. And but, you know, like, the whole time, like, okay, he, she, he's trying to do something. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to walk away. Don't, don't bother him or anything. It's just quiet. Yeah. This thing happened. And so um, before that, Aunt Kitty... It said, look, here's this ring that Uncle Ernie uh, proposed to me with. If you'd like to use it, I would be honored. And I was like, absolutely, that's great. Damn. And so, of course, we wound up calling her. And I wound up telling her, like, I just I proposed on the couch. And she <laughs> said, that's how I got engaged. Really? She and Ernie yeah. were sitting on the couch. And I forgot which one, but one of them just said to the other, like, oh, we should probably get married. And that was it. So now that ring twice has been used to and get engaged on a couch. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I remember their, their either apartment or house, I don't know what it was, but in Queens. It was like this totally different world of Vernie and Kitty. In Queens? Yeah, they lived near the... Uh, Shea Stadium, and they live really? near the World Fair, the World's Fair Sphere. You know that thing. Yeah, yeah. They live right next to that, in this neighborhood, and um, it was just. But walking in there was like walking into an, another world or another uh, into a museum, and right. just there were like little sculptures everywhere, paintings everywhere, books. It was just like wow, this, this is a cool life, you know, and. Uh, yeah, the more I learned about Ernie, he was just, what a cool guy. Real renaissance man. Yeah. Did you yeah. see their house in Long Island? In Blue Point? Yes. Also went there. Uh, and that was pretty cool, too. And mm -hmm. uh, just, uh, what, like a block or two away from the, the port, or the, the harbor, where they, uh, mm -hmm. I think they had a boat at that time. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, what's the port name? I remember... Visiting there, it was a Smithstown, Smithtown or something, um, or Blue Point, or is that where she lives now? No, Carrie is where she lives. She lives in North Carolina. Yeah. But yeah, she used to live in Blue Point. Carrie, North Carolina is now, but Blue Point was it's, New York, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that house, uh, I, I remember I, like I, visiting her in yeah. 1984, and she had MTV. <laughs> and we did not. Yeah. I was like, wow! <laughs> yeah, I, I believe like she said, like, Brewpoint House is one with the Ernie, the big house. Yeah. Then she moved into the 
the other house, which I visit her once. Chuck, right? Yeah. With Chuck, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I mean, like, that's kind of so weird. So you never saw her house in Blue Point? No. Oh. Because it was really weird for me to visit first time because I have no idea what happened to her uh. that right before we I met her officially. With 2008 eight summer? Yeah. When we did the long drive. The long I think. trip, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think it was 2008. And then Chuck passed away that spring right yeah, like a couple that. months ago yeah. and i have no idea what behind it nothing right. yeah. i have no idea so like uh, while i we were staying at her house i start realize oh shit i have to know something here and then suddenly realize like uh, with her conversation oh wait a second her second husband what is that the second or what you know yeah. so it's kind of Turn like whole thing like my wheel is so crazy, and then I got the Ernie's picture. Mm -hmm. So this is a crazy one, but do you want to talk about that? Well, first of all, their their house, like you were saying about their place in Queens. I didn't know they used to live in Queens. Yeah. But uh, their house was totally cool, and very sophisticated. Yeah, yeah. That's like, like Fraser. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we were Roseanne. <laughs> uh, Uncle Ernie was a painter and an architect and a writer and um, musician. Well, Claims you should adjuster. probably say what real like relationship with Kitty. So Kitty is my dad's sister, and uh, she married Ernie Davenport who is 30 years older than her. And apparently, do you know that relationship Ernie and their parents? Yeah, Ernie was oh, a okay. friend of my grandpa. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think that's the That's a real the friend. So Kitty met <laughs> her father's friend. Yep. <laughs> and uh, So I would marry one of Amaya's friends. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's true. Yeah. Dude, come on. I, I like Uncle Ernie. Let's not feel like Creep. <laughs> you know, one point, like, yeah, Kitty said, because of that, like, Ernie and Grandpa Jack, it's never ever talked in a long time. Yeah, I think it, I think yeah. it strained the relationship. Yeah. Um, but in any event, they got married. Ernie was, um, I think his, like, normal day job was life insurance... Something. Yeah, I, I never heard of yeah. What life in downtown life? or in Manhattan? Yeah. Really? Oh. And Kitty really uh, fancied herself a ballerina, um, and wound up with a degree, I think, in biomedicine yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. And wound up working at NBC, yeah. screening advertisements, to check out whether or not they're legit and whether they meet the standards of NBC. So that's how she used her, her yeah. degree there, like to, to watch uh, medical advertisements, I think. Oh, ah, okay. Um, so they're both very cultured. Sometimes, I, when I watch Cheers, you know, <laughs> I see Diane. Yeah. She's like, I'm a dancer, I'm a ballerina, I love... Yeah. philosophy and all these things and I was like oh it's Aunt Kitty <laughs> yeah huh. 
And they didn't have kids, and so their house, very much unlike the house we're in right now, which is full of <laughs> disastrous stuff. toys and stuff, their house is full of artwork, a lot of which they made themselves. Yeah. And the fancy Eames chair, or Ames chair. Like oh, the, the famous, like, oh, yeah, there's yeah, an yeah, architect. Yeah, yeah. And chair. also those, yeah, like... Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. yeah. And Uncle Ernie played a mean piano, like a almost a ragtime. Uh, what's the word? What? Yeah, ragtime. Uh, boogie woogie. Yeah. Piano, yeah. stride piano, and he couldn't read a note, and so he said that his that mom right? taught piano lessons, and he would just pick it up from that, and he wow. would sit down at the piano and just make up a song, and it would sound like something you'd hear off of a finished record. And Wow. Like, how'd you do that? And he's like, I don't know, you just play these <laughs> you just play these notes. And there were all sorts of interesting gimmicks at the house. Um, because he, he would always fiddle with the house and improve it and things. And so I remember the cat door. They had a cat, and when I let the cat out the door, and he devised this system so he would pull a string inside the house where it was nice and warm and it would open a door in the garage allowing the cat to go outside if the cat wanted to, mm-hmm. even if it was cold, and stuff like that. And their backyard garden was like a Japanese-style garden, because mm-hmm. Uncle Ernie spent time in Japan. And he also loved like Frank Lloyd Wright-style architecture and Japanese-inspired architecture. And I remember at one point they were visiting in Buffalo, and the Uncle Ernie worked on Dad's office, and they added in things like I would never think to do. Like they had a fluorescent light and they built a wooden structure that would go on top of the light so it wouldn't be this glaring, ugly fluorescent light and it would just bounce off of the wood and it would look nice and warm and it had mm. a, a really cool Frank Lloyd Wright kind of style to it. Mm-hmm. And Uncle Ernie wrote a book or two or three. Really? I didn't know that. When I was a kid, we were visiting, and he asked me to proofread it. Oh, wow. And I was like, well, you got a comma in the wrong place. He was like, well, okay, good. <laughs> Cross that off. Hmm. And he had many slides, and he painted a lot. Yeah. And uh, as he reached the end of his life, he knew he was reaching the end of his life. He was sick with something or another. And in the year 2000, I visited him. And his newest painting was a mural he painted on the uh, sliding closet doors in his bedroom. So years earlier, there was this elaborate looking tree, mm-hmm. very horizontal Japanese style looking tree. And he painted vultures on the tree with his dark sense of humor because <laughs> he was about to die. <laughs> So I was like, oh, that's neat. Hey, that's a good one. I mean, you were young at that point, right? I was a senior in high school. Yeah. Um, And I remember after he died, Aunt Kitty took his ashes and listened to Brahms' Requiem and painted something. So I I think actually what she did is she took a painting that he painted, which depicted in a circle the stages of life. There was a baby... And then the, the, in the next, like, so like you imagine a clock face at 12 o'clock, there's the baby. And at nine o'clock, there's um, 
maybe a toddler, toddler and then at six o'clock is young, whatever. Uh, young adult, and then it goes up to an old man around mm-hmm. three o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I remember Kitty took his ashes and mixed them up with paint and added, I think she added something to that painting. And she said something about how... Yeah, I remember she said he, that, yeah. He illustrated the circle of life, but he was so close he didn't complete it because he didn't add in what happens uh, after death yeah. or something like that. And so she added to it. Hmm. That's why they're cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Other people don't do that. Most people don't do that. <laughs> um, and I remember uh, around that time I was actually playing Brown's Requiem. Hmm. And that's that uh, pretty heavy stuff. Yep. Another story with them is that, so like Cody said, we visited them in 2008, I think. Eight, summer. And Not seven, right? That was it, yeah. 2007. He wasn't alive in 08. We visited, yeah. We visited Kitty. Okay. Yeah. And she mentioned that Ernie died with two things weighing on his conscience. Three. Three? What was the third one? So one was the Titanic. Titanic. (laughs) Two. Oh, wait, wait. Is he responsible for that? Two was the Japan. Mm -hmm. And then I I thought there were one more. I recall two. Really? I thought I one more. So one was that his family had tickets to come to America on the Titanic. But? But the mom was about to give birth. No, no, no. no. Younger sister died. Oh, the younger sister died? Yeah. Or super sick or Something, about to die. Some big family event happened. Ernie's mother's sister died? Uh, Ernie's. Perhaps? I think Ernie's sister. Ernie's sister died. Wow. I think that's Kitty well, said, that though. That makes about sense, yeah. We have to double check with well, Kitty, though. Grandpa was born at 14. Yeah. So. And Ernie was about the same age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, they did not make the trip on the Titanic, and they sold the tickets or gave them to somebody. The family. And, and yeah, he gave to the family. He <laughs> always felt so bad for poor Leo. <laughs> um, so, really, he felt, like, guilty or... Apparently. Wow. And then the other thing weighing on him was that he was a part of the army during World War II, and he was in the uh, engineer corps. And he felt atrocious for being associated with the army because they dropped a bomb on uh, Hiroshima. And so he was, I believe, the story is he was in the Philippines, and he was on the way home. And then they dropped the bomb, and they turned right around and sent him to Hiroshima to help rebuild. Oh, and then isn't it the capture some of the what happened so while he was there he took pictures but i don't but, know if he was supposed to do no that. he 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 shouldn't do that so it i think ended up we figure out it's a month after like one yeah. month after wow. the actor I've after seen those pictures. Yeah. yeah and then so like he kept secret because if the army find out he might be really gonna be serious trouble wow so the summer I was there, and he is like, she brought this tint case, mm-hmm. remember? Full of those, like, Hiroshima, and also Papua New Guinea picture, mm-hmm. not just that. So a pile of those, like, black and white picture. Mm-hmm. And I never, ever seen my life, like, a real thing that's come up like that. And then 
picture of the picture, some of the pictures, like I could recognize it, those famous, you know, buildings in there. And it's like, oh my gosh, what should I do? Yeah. So immediately after, I emailed to the, um, to the Hiroshima, I don't know, I think a peace museum, whatever they call, uh, one of the, what do you call that, those people doing, not librarian. Um, archivist. Archivist. Yeah, like it responded quickly. I found this, I think almost like 30, 40 picture mm-hmm. belong to a you know, family and they wanted to donate the picture and instantly like, oh, please bring in, we're gonna you know, secure the picture. If you have a negative grade, but it's just picture, it's great. Just bring in, we'll happy to get, you know, thing in actually store in a museum. So like I think year after I I asked them like if they're gonna do anything at exhibition like let me yeah. know I either I can't if I can't go my parents can go, so like I think a year after the librarian or whatever I carvis um sent me an email it's like hey we're gonna do like you know new phone picture kind of um exhibition year like a summer after I think mm-hmm. or something like that and then so Ernie picture they used it and a part of it. I think it's probably a seasonal one, but I don't know, maybe they use something. And since then I didn't contact them, so I don't know what his picture, where they using it in an actual library or they just store. But still don't give up hope. I wanna bring Kitty mm-hmm. there and meet them, you know, so. That'd be really cool. Yeah. So I remember that 2007 or 8, whenever that was, we were sitting outside with Kitty, and she wound up telling this story about Ernie dying with two things swaying on his Mm -hmm. conscience. And so she brought out that tin. Yep. And said, this is great. Let's, you know, alleviate the the weight on his conscience. Here are these pictures. And she gave them to Cowdy. And uh, how do you arrange for them to be added to the museum in Hiroshima? And I, I went back home and with the tin can. Oh, not the tin can. Did I bring that? I don't know. But immediately. No, we, we kept the tin can. We, we had. I, I kept the, the tin. Where, yeah. you, where are you holding it's, it? Uh, it's in the garage. I know where it is. Okay. And then fine. Um, but anyway, so I brought, actually, I went to the museum. And see this like dark harvest, and then give to her by hand. So, and they're impressed about it, and but also they said once in a while they found it those picture from somebody is not, you know, an anonymous, you know, mm-hmm. they, because they yeah. they want to release the name. So a lot of them. So they still they said they still find some from Japan. There wasn't much we could do about the Titanic. <laughs> no.